What is up, ladies and gentlemen? What a fantastic time to be alive. Welcome back to Constructing the Beast. I am your host, as always, Darius Riddick, a.k.a. Warline One. Listen, it feels fantastic to be here again with you all in what what I would say is arguably the, the most <laughs> constructive movement uh, out there right now, you know, and... and before we even get into to what we're going to present today, you know, I, I just want to say thank you all for being patient. You know, it's been quite some time since the last episode. And, uh, you know, that's okay because I'm definitely a quality over quantity kind of guy, right? It's important that what we're putting out, uh, one, makes sense. You know, it's credible and that it is actually going to be effective, right? We don't want to just put out bullshit just for the sake of putting it out. And and because that, that's not what we're about. So um, thank you. Uh, and as always, thank you all for being here and making this what it what it really is, you know, what it's grown to be and what it is transforming into. Uh, so today I want to just talk about the 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 date that's coming up, you know, in five days, constructing the beast, the seven irrefutable laws of a limitless human will be live across planet Earth. OK, and and that's fucking huge right now, OK, because never in a million centuries <laughs> did I ever think something like that would even be possible you know it, it's 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 amazing the amount of uh amount of things we're able to achieve and, and the amount of uh the feats that you are able to make come to life and into reality you know so if you haven't heard now is the time if you're listening to this now constructing the beast the novel the first novel, The Seven Irrefutable Laws of a Limitless Human, is going to be released this Friday, November 5th, 2021. Okay? November 5th, 2021 is the day that things are going to fucking change. Okay? You heard that first here, five days before everything goes down. Okay? So, listen. Um, right now, it's only available for pre-order on Kindle uh, on Amazon. Okay? So, that's one of the ways to access it. But today, you know, I want to do something a little bit special as like my thank you. You know, I, I want to I want to read through the introduction for you all to understand what it is that we're putting out and what this is going to be, because this isn't just, you know, a recap of the podcast. This isn't just another episode that we're putting out there. Right. These are these are tools and effective tenants that we're using from some of the most fearsome warriors in all of history in order to make your life, you know, truly limitless. Um and really what that looks like is is up to your interpretation okay but there are certain things that you can implement every single day that make you know your ability to accomplish things i mean simplistic really and, and effective because if you all take a look at the quote that i put at the beginning of this episode and in the description is a, i mean one of my favorite quotes by Alice Walker and that is you know the one way people give up their power is by thinking that they don't have any. Okay, so the first step to becoming truly limitless is realizing your ability to achieve whatever the fuck it is that you believe you can do. And I know how cliche that sounds, but it, it won't matter how many times that we talk about that. People won't truly understand that until they're able to unlock that part of the mind that even, you know, that 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 places those limitations both real and perceived. OK, so I just want to take today this episode to basically uh, uh, 
give you a little bit of foreplay, okay? And we're going to have some fun with it. Um, but I want to read through the introduction of Constructing the Beast, the seven irrefutable laws of a limitless human, just so you all have a little insight to the events to come. <coughs> introduction. What do you think of when you hear the word leadership? I think of the single parent struggling to support their three kids, working three jobs just to make ends meet. I think of the new kid on the bus, finally standing up to the school bully. I think of the hustler stuck behind bars, doing 25 to life for selling dope to provide for his family. I think of the woman packing her bags, tired of covering up her black eye and bloody nose. I think of the soldier clutching the photo of his wife and kid, leaving the fob knowing this could be his last mission. I think of the businessman, up to his neck in debt, but refusing to quit trying. Truth is, leadership does not have a face. It is a collection of experiences and decisions that shape the way we live. At any given moment, you have two choices, to persevere in the face of adversity or fall victim to circumstance. Of all the experiences, trials, and tribulations you may go through, selfless actions and leading by example are the most honorable ways to live. Despite what life puts you through, the goal is to maintain your honor and be the reason people have faith. It's an irrefutable truth that there is no blueprint to life. This is the number one reason it's damn near impossible to determine what your journey through leadership will look like. Being a leader has so many varied translations, it'll make your head spin. But one commonality amongst all definitions is that leadership, in its most primal form, is dominating your personal space. Leadership is a constant war of finding ways to become a better version of yourself. Moreover, being able to understand personal mistakes, losses, and lessons to make your people smarter, stronger, and highly effective. Becoming an effective leader is painstakingly lonely, frustrating, and extremely difficult. It's inevitable that you'll win some and you'll lose some. But the true victor is one who never stops trying. If you open yourself up to opportunity, you never truly stop trying. Even as a society, we are constantly evolving. That constant state of evolution is the one thing that has kept the human race at the top of Earth's food chain. It's the one thing that keeps some of us running the world. With evolving leadership, you can lead thousands, influence millions, and accomplish feats that have never been seen. At the end of the day, the evolution never stops. You can't get complacent. Once you acknowledge that, the things you desire most will become a lot clearer. Our duty now resides in the ability to thrive in mental purgatory. It's a prison in which your mind has ample space to grow and thrive. This is a space where you're able to interact with the billions of thoughts that go through your head. In fact, this zone is where 90% of your journey will be spent. This is because the evolving process requires you to dissect the most repressed insecurities and flaws. It's extremely difficult, but it's a necessary evil that can bring about a lot of good. That blank space is where hundreds of millions of humans self-eliminate. They can't come to grips with the reality that it will always be difficult. They can't handle the heat and get fried in the Kentucky kitchen. Mmm, smells like chicken. The situations, environments, and people you encounter don't get better. You just learn to adapt. That adaptation doesn't happen before conquering the biggest beast of all, yourself. Once that space is mastered, you can adapt your being to every situation. Thus increasing the odds of becoming victorious. Whether you're new to the journey of leadership and self-exploration or you're a seasoned vet, you must know one important thing. Nothing you dream of will be achieved without self-awareness. It's impossible. 
Becoming an effective leader is synonymous with becoming a better person. If you aren't willing to change and involve your personal personal narrative to become a better you, then you're better off dead. Close this book now. Over the past 30 years, I realized the perspective of leadership is skewed. After a decade of service to the United States Air Force, it got even more skewed. It was in that decade that I learned a tremendous amount about global culture and the true definition of leading people. For the first few years, it was a fire hose of interpretive language that drowned us with the idea that leadership equates to rank, position, and power. If you're in a position of power, you're a leader. Once you make it to a certain rank, you're considered a leader. Respect those above you because they are your leaders. Unfortunately, all of that was false. We were indirectly breeding a gross sense of entitlement and inciting social ignorance. How many times have we seen commanders exact their prejudice against their members? How many times have people in power been exposed for child porn or sex trafficking? You're asking us to follow people just because they have something tangible? Fuck that. It took my entire service to realize that leadership isn't about what temporary status symbol you hold. Being a leader is about how you support the people with the little you're given. It's about how you protect the people against the assholes that want to do them harm. Anyone can do it given the perspective. The purest form of it is in your actions. You can't move a mountain just by talking to it. You can say all the nice stuff in the world and it feels like a breeze, but if your actions don't make moves, you're wasting time and effort. I've been fortunate enough to have numerous encounters where leaders' actions didn't match their words. It violated my trust and the trust of their subordinates, which in turn murdered their credibility. Where they thought it was the right thing to do, they dug their own grave. There's no worse position to be in than a leader who betrays their people. Although they made the ultimate leadership mistake, I am thankful for all of them because without their transgressions, we would not have the fuel for this journey. Rank doesn't make you a leader. Follower count doesn't make you a leader. Job description doesn't make you a leader. Net worth and pay don't make you a leader. Actions do. Remember the above and you'll be in good standing. Those accomplishments may seem like a big deal to most, but the journey is much larger than all of them. Some of you may see the above and think they are the only things that matter. But think about this. Even green grass turns shit brown when you step on it long enough. In other words, if you believe those things alone make you a successful person, then you are sure to be disappointed. The great thing about leadership is, even without the aforementioned accomplishments, it is extremely rewarding. Feeling empty or lost without material objects is a clear indication of misaligned priorities. Your spirit is indicating that your true calling lies elsewhere. This is true whether you believe in the spiritual realm or not. It's important to realize that at some point, all those things will come to an end. The moment you think you're immune to the consequences of obtaining those things is a moment you are most vulnerable. Money may feel like angel pussy, but it can come and go in an instant. It has the power to turn even the holiest of people into liars, deceivers, and snakes. There's a reason why they call it the root of all evil. Make it a game, not a priority. Job position and rank can always be stripped away for doing or saying the wrong thing, especially if, that's a, if that expression is offensive to a specific demographic. You bet your sweet ass you'll be canceled in a public forum. Nowadays, even allegations will do it. People are soft and squishy with no balls. If you outright burn them, you are now guilty until proven innocent. What happens if you only value those objects and positions and they're suddenly taken away? 
That's a question you'll need to know the answer to because it happens to someone every single day. If it happens to you, the last place you want to be is caught with your pants down, especially if you didn't shave. Hopefully, through this novel, I can help you find the answer. Constructing the Beast unravels your personal character and the role you fill to live a more fulfilling legacy. We will prove that your well-being and character as a human is what dictates your effectiveness as a leader, not items. Being a leader is about stepping the fuck up and making the tough decisions for the betterment of the future. Although anyone can be a leader in some form, the title is earned. With that title brings the weighted value of respect, trust, and immense responsibility. Constructing the Beast is the recall and recapture of the lessons learned in my life's early years. Lessons that many less fortunate people would never get to experience otherwise. Many lessons that will save a lot of you money, confusion, frustration, and most importantly, time. Through this novel, we can brave the perilous journey through leadership with a lot more pizzazz and effectiveness. I want to share those experiences with you in all, in all hopes, in all hopes you will use these lessons to improve some aspect of your life and achieve victory. Even as I write this from my iPhone on the couch at 1 a.m., the journey through leadership is evolving. The truest thing you'll ever hear me say is, I don't have all the answers. What I do know is that I grew up with no hope of promise of a future. I was destined to be a mere statistic, a mulian, a nigger, a coon, a darkie. In America, I'm not even considered a whole person. I believe three-fifths of a man is the term. I also know I damn sure never had anything handed to me. In fact, I grew up with a single mom who worked her ass off just to provide a subpar meal for us. I wasn't afforded the luxuries that most kids take for granted every day. But what I did have was heart. I didn't allow myself to be a victim or use my impoverished circumstances as a crutch. Victims do that. I use my circumstances as a vault pole to overcome adversity. Now I have developed into one of the most successful people I could ever imagine. As a black kid from the projects, I defied the odds in more ways than most people could ever understand. I would have been happy just to make it past 21. Never did I consider I would have the know-how, the patience, or the courage to create Constructing the Beast or run the collective. I may not have a lot of years on this planet, but I have learned a lot over a short period of time. I know there are others like me eagerly wanting to unlock their potential and project that purpose. I had more blessings than I can count in one lifetime, and now is my time to share that power. I believe shared knowledge is like planting seeds of silver trees. In the future, silver equals power. Each year, you get to pick and replant. Each year spawns more silver, more trees, and each year, the value of shared knowledge increases. Each year, you gain more power. It is my hope that this book will inspire, encourage, and challenge people of all levels in the journey to mastering your destiny in hopes that you are able to find your value to pick and replant for generations to come. Wherever you are on your journey, becoming a better, highly effective leader is extremely plausible. You don't need to be a high-ranking military official, corporate executive, or wealthy family head. Everyone, in some capacity, no matter their demographic, can be a leader. In your organization, your team, and even your immediate family, you fill a role that will inspire, influence, and build more people than you will ever realize. It's about taking ownership for everything in your life and setting the example for the bigger picture. Whether you're the single parent, 
the new kid, the hustler, the woman, the soldier, or the businessman, there's no better time to start than right now. Yeah, baby, see you back in my zone.